Welcome to another episode of Little Man's Review Podcast. If you've not listened to the first two episodes, I'd love if you go and do so. I need the, I need the listenerships and I need the subscribers too. So please listen and subscribe to my podcast. Well, on this episode, I'll be looking at some transfer news all around Europe from clubs in England, Germany, and also some clubs in France. And I'll be paying attention to one particular manager who always seems to be in the transfer news it seems the man cannot just get off the headlines so these and more on this episode stay tuned so yes on this episode i'll be looking at some transfer news or some transfer rumors going around circulating around in europe i'll be looking at 10 to 11 players and one particular manager so i'll be looking at just 10 to 11 players and the players i have on my list are mane saliba unkunku lukaku gabriel jesus declan rice christian erickson emmanuel dennis from nigeria nick pope and robert Lewandowski. now these 11 players to me particular because i've been following them all through the seasons now i'll start with um one man sadio mani who, who plays for liverpool he's an attacker for liverpool and this season he had 34 appearances but he had 34 appearances in the premier league he scored 16 goals he had two assists he has been linked to clubs like marcel and bayern munich in fact recently he he reiterated that he would rather play for marcel than play for bayern munich although he was joking and i think for money it looks like the dream at liverpool has come to an end he has won the premier league he has won the champions league he has won the fa cup he has won the carabao cup so he has won virtually everything winnable at, at liverpool and at this particular moment he wants a move and the interesting thing about this move for money is that at liverpool he doesn't look appreciated it doesn't seem that he's appreciated so much by the fans and even the board you look at his wage his, his salaries at, at liverpool is currently earning in around hundred thousand pounds per week and for someone like sadio mane who is one of the best footballers one of the best attackers in the business at this particular moment to be earning that sum of amount is is laughable and then when you look at his some of his statistics this season he has scored 14 big chances he has also created nine big chances and the fact that he started 32 games for liverpool this season just showed how instrumental and how influential he is to that club. If Liverpool should lose him, I think they'll be losing a great servant of the club. Whichever club gets him, whether it is Bayern Munich or Marcel, I believe that move to Marcel would be a decline for Sadio Mane. I would love if he moved to um, if he moves if he moves to Bayern Munich. I think the German Bundesliga will be suited for his kind of um, for his kind of play. And the fact that this season he also played in the number nine position, and with rumors that Lewandowski wants to leave Bayern Munich, I think he would be a perfect suit. For Bayern. So for Sadio Mane, I think Bayern would be the best move for him, not going to Marseille. But Liverpool would truly, truly miss a player like Sadio Mane. Now, the next player I'll be looking at is another attacker who plays for an English club, and that is Romelu Lukaku. Now, when Lukaku signed for, for Chelsea at the beginning of last season, um, they said he had unfinished business at Chelsea. He was formerly their player. They signed him at a very, very young age, but he did not have the opportunity to play at Chelsea. So he had different loan spell moves to West Brom, Everton. Then he moved finally to uh, Manchester United. And from United, he moved down to Inter Milan. So moving back to Chelsea, it looked as if he had unfinished business. And it was a very, very serious uh, deal for, for Lukaku. But this season at Chelsea, it has been terrible for him in the Premier League. He had 26 appearances, he only scored 8 goals, he had no assists and uh, he gathered 4 big chances and he missed 3 big chances. Uh, he started 16 games, he was subbed on 10 times and he was subbed off 
five times. I think for Romelu Lukaku, moving from Inter Milan to Chelsea looked like the perfect move for him because he had won the Scudetto two seasons ago with Inter Milan. He finished as the highest goal scorer at Inter Milan. So coming back to Chelsea was, like he said, unfinished business. And now there are rumours in the media that he wants a move back to Inter Milan and he's even willing to accept a pay cut. Now, the thing about Lukaku is, he's not the only one that has had a terrible start to his Chelsea career. From the last three transfer windows, every single player that Chelsea had signed have all had terrible seasons. You look at Kai Havertz, you look at Timo Werner, you look at Malang Saar, you look at um, Akim Ziyech. You, all the major signings Chelsea have had have all had below past seasons. In the ones that have spent two seasons, even Lukaku. And now that I'm hearing that he wants to move back, I think for Lukaku, it's too early. He should try and stay, looking at the kind of player he is. He should try and stay and fight for his position at the club. It looks like, to me, he's their best striker. But the fact that his numbers have dropped drastically, the fact that he's always in the media for wanting to leave, wanting to go back somewhere, he's always saying something about Inter Milan, shows that his mind is not at Chelsea. And that's one issue I have with footballers of this current age. Most of them always like to let the outside affects their game. Just focus on your football. I think Lukaku has it in him. To guarantee you 20 plus goals, if he should stay at Chelsea, improve on his game, work on his game, I think he can get Chelsea 20 plus goals and um, be one of the dominant strikers in the Premier League. Because when you look at the Premier League, I'm wondering what, what defender can handle Romelu Lukaku. But then if he moves to Inter Milan, it's a place where he has blossomed. It's a place where he has played well. So it might be a good move for him, but I don't think Inter Milan can afford his wages at this particular moment. And they, Inter also said that they are not even eager or they are not in, they, they are not really in the market for a striker and they can't afford Lukaku. So I think it will depend on what the new owner of Chelsea wants. And well, I feel Chelsea should be able to get the best out of Lukaku, especially um, Thomas Tuchel. Now for Gabriel Jesus, 2021 was somewhat a productive year for him. He had eight goals in 28 appearances, eight assists. He scored six big chances and he missed seven. But then he created eight big chances. Um, he started 21 games for Man City this season. He was subbed on seven times and subbed off eight times. Now, the club Jesus is linked with is Arsenal. Now, the reason why this deal is a little bit, I would say, is nice for Jesus is because Ateta has worked with him before while he was at Man City. And Arsenal at this particular moment, you look at all the strikers they had, aside Abu Mayang who left in, gen in the January transfer transfer window, look at Lacazette, look at Eddie Niketia. They were not as productive as Gabriel Jesus when you look at goals scored and assists. And I think for him, he will just fit into that Arsenal setup. He can play on the wings, he can play at the focal point. And with the chances that Arsenal creates and they miss, Jesus would most definitely score a lot of goals at Arsenal than he would at Manchester City. And I just feel this deal would do well for him. He will most definitely play more games at Arsenal. Ateta would love to work with the young man. He's just 25. So he still has his best years ahead of him. He's not, he's not that old. And I, and I feel for him, the, the fact that he also has 84.8% in pass completion just shows that his build-up game is also very, very fantastic. And with the fact that City have signed Haaland and they also signed Gillian Alvarez, two of the youngest strikers and the best strikers in footballing world at this part particular moment i think jesus playing time at city would most definitely drop so i think the deal is something he should look out for and something that he should take arsenal at this particular moment yes they are not in champions league yes they would not win the trophy next season but i think it would help gabriel jesus in terms of his statistics he would have more goals scored 
and they also have more appearances. Now, another player I'll be looking at is Emmanuel Dennis. Same strikers are the ones that are in the transfer window of often. Now, Emmanuel Dennis, the Nigerian, the 24-year-old Nigerian who moved to Watford this season from Club Rouge. He had 33 appearances, he scored 10 goals, and he had 6 assists. Now, he scored 4 big chances, but he missed 5. And then he created 7 big chances for Watford. They got relegated at the end of the season. Now, Emmanuel Dennis is a striker that I feel if he should move from Watford to another club, he would get you goals. Because if you can score goals at Watford that were struggling and got relegated, you can hit double figures in goals. I think if you go to a standard club that creates chances, you will get goals. And the club he has been linked with is, um, is West Ham United. And West Ham have a problem with scoring goals. I would say something, Mikel Antonio would always be their number nine. But I'll always start Emmanuel Dennis side of Mikel Antonio because if Dennis had half the chances Antonio had I feel he would score more goals than Antonio and the fact that Antonio has forgotten that he is the number nine at West Ham if you watch West Ham regularly this this year you'd realize that Michel Antonio likes to move away from his positioning and Emmanuel Dennis loves to stay up front so I feel that move would suit him they would suit each other they can play off each other and they can also serve as competition when you have a younger striker in Emmanuel Dennis, who is way straight younger than um, Michel Antonio. He would give Michel Antonio a run for his money and also guarantee West Ham goals. So, yes, that's Emmanuel Dennis. I hope the move comes through for him. And the interesting thing is he was in the team of the week three times this season in the Premier League. That's huge for Emmanuel Dennis. Now, moving from Emmanuel Dennis, and now I move to a midfielder, Declan Rice, the 23-year-old English midfielder who plays for West Ham. He had 36 games, 36 appearances this season. He only scored one goal. He had four assists. But the interesting thing with um, Declan Rice is when you compare him to the midfielders like Fabinho and um, Rodri, the only thing they have ahead of him is mostly their touches and their goals scored. Um, and you look at the amount of times he was dispossessed. He was only dispossessed 20 times this season. He got 21 blocks. He had 63 inter interceptions. He had 82 tackles and he won 42 of those tackles. I think Declan Rice is a, is a midfielder, a deep playing midfielder that loves to move forward. He loves to carry the ball forward. He loves to drive with the ball. And he's an excellent carrier of the ball. I think whichever club would want to sign him, whichever club would want to get him, I know that Chelsea are in the market for him. Manchester United are in the market for him. If they can get Declan Rice, he would always be a massive boost to whichever club he signs for. And the fact that he's already a captain of a big West Ham team is huge. But the setback to Declan Rice's deal is the asking price that West Ham have put on him. They're asking for 150 million. That's a lot of money for Declan Rice. I won't lie. I feel he's worth within the range of 50, 60, 70 million. That should be what he's worth based on the, we'll say, the overpriced market or the overvalued market. But that 150 for me is too much. Uh, but if he should sign for any club, he's most definitely going to add value. And he's a very, very intelligent footballer. He just wants to play ball. Now, the next player that I'll be talking about is Emmanuel. I said Emmanuel. I like Dennis so much. The next player I'll be talking about is Christian Eriksen, a 30-year-old Danish player who was declared at some particular point unable to play football. But the young man said, no, I can still play football without a defibrillator in my heart. And he was released by Inter Milan this season. And in January, Brentford signed him up. And at some point, we thought we would not see Manuel Eriksen. Um, seeing Emmanuel again. At some point, we thought we would not see Christian Eriksen play ball at all. But this season, towards the tail end of the season for Brentford, he started 11 games and he was the, one of the main reasons 
Brentford did not get relegated this season. Now he scored only one goal, albeit four four assists, and then he made a lot of chances for this team. It is it is very interesting to look at Christian Eriksen and wonder what he would have done if he were to have started the season for Brentford or any other club. Now he's, a, he's currently a free agent, and there are rumors that he might sign for Brentford. He can. There are rumors that Tottenham are in the market for him. And recently, there's a rumor that Manchester United also want to sign him. Now, Christian Eriksen would is most definitely going to guarantee you creativity. He's a fantastic midfielder. He knows how to carry the ball. The fact that he only played 11 games and he has 80.9% in pass completion speaks volumes. Um, when he started playing for, for, for Brentford, he never sat on the bench. He always started the game and he always finished it. His first appearance, he was subbed on. But ever since then, he played their last 10 games. And he was superb and he was fantastic for, for Brentford. And I think whichever club will sign him, they'll be signing an experienced player. He has shown it with Tottenham. He didn't really have enough time at um, at Inter Milan. And at the Euros, he also did not have time. But the, when you see Eriksen play, you know the IQ is still there and he can still deliver. Whichever club gets him, whether it's Tottenham, Manchester United or Brentford, I think they'll be having a standard Premier League player in their team now to the only goalkeeper currently on my list yes that is nicholas pope the man played 36 games for for burnley this season albeit he got relegated but interestingly he had nine clean sheets he was number 10 in the premier league rankings he had 121 saves he was number five in the rankings uh, and he only conceded 47 goals for a team that got relegated for a goalkeeper in a relegated team to only concede 47 goals just speaks that this young man knows his stuff interesting about nick pope is he makes three saves per match and he has a save ratio of seven 72 percent you know if you go to school if you score 70 that's a so he's a is you can we can call him a grade a short stopper and when Burnley got relegated i felt a little bit sad for him because i did not want nick pope to be nick the championship i think he's a premier league caliber goalkeeper and as you saw in the media that a lot of clubs want to sign him fulham are in the market for him there's also the issue of nottingham forest who also got promoted but i want a club that i am sure would stay in the premier league next season to sign him i know newcastle have this man dubravka um aston villa have emiliano martinez uh, Brentford have David Raya. I think the goalkeepers you have in the league are all top-notch. But Nick Pope can find space in one club. Maybe Southampton can get him. She gets. They should just a club should just sign Nick Pope. That's why he's actually on this list because I really really love Nick Pope to find a club. Now moving away from um, players that play in the Premier League and moving out of the Premier League. Now the, the next person on my list is William Saliba, the 21-year-old French player who is owned by Arsenal but spends this season at Marseille. Now, he has said he's going to remain at Arsenal this season because he has two more years. At some point last season, he said he would love to come back to Marseille. The fact that he, he finished with Marseille second in the French League, he qualified them for the Champions League and now he wants to play for Arsenal who will be playing in the Europa League. The irony in the season that the two clubs had. Now, Saliba had 36 apps appearances for um, Olympic Marseille last season. He had 13 clean sheets. He had 93 passing accuracy per game. He made 1.5 tackle per game. He also made um, 2.2 clearances per game and 1.3 interception per game. Was in the team of the week just once. Now, for the 21-year-old um, centre-back who can play as a right-sided centre-back, I feel he would prove to be perfect competition for Ben White. And the fact that he has gained experience in France on two seasons, I think now that he's coming back to Arsenal, he only adds to that young and growing Arsenal team. I know Ateta would love to have a defender like William Saliba at his disposal. You look at the defenders Arsenal have, there's Gabriel, there's Rob Holding, there's Ben White, and those are the, the major defenders. They'll have to do away with Pablo Mari. 
He let go of Column Chambers last season. I think they need one more centre-back to provide fantastic cover. And Saliba just fits that bill. He's 21 years now. He has matured. He has, he has had experience outside of England. I think now is his time for him to come and stay at Arsenal. And I think Arsenal will be very stupid to sell this young man. Because he has not even been given the opportunity to play. Now, the second to last player that I'll be looking at is Christopher Nkunku. Yes, the man from... France who plays in RB Leipzig who scored 20 goals this season and had 13 assists in 34 appearances for Leipzig. He was fantastic for me. He was one of the brightest youngsters in football this year. 21 is 24 years old rather. He created 16 chances for his team. He has his dribble success rate of 67% and the clubs that are in for him, you have clubs like PSG, Manchester United and Chelsea. I feel whichever club signed this young man, they are getting a talent at their hands the young man is fantastic he he likes to run he can beat defenders with his pace he's he has an eye for goal a very keen eye for goal but i, I would i would love to see him at chelsea the reason why i said i would love to see him at chelsea is because um the likes of pulisic the likes of timo Werner, akim ziyech they've all failed to deliver so i feel chelsea should offload all those players and then bring someone who has an eye for goal but then i feel he would he should just spend one more season at leipzig at least do it back to back and then move when you're 25 because you've seen players move from the german bundesliga and not really hit the ground running in the English Premier League. Kai Havertz is an example. Timo Werner is an example. He left from RB Leipzig and he moved to Chelsea. So for Christopher Nkunku, whichever club sign him, if he should move to Manchester United, I think the competition would just be too much. Probably they want to play him on the right-hand side. But there's Sancho, there's Rashford, there's Elanga, uh, there's Ronaldo. Uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of names. There's also this young man who went on, on loan. That is Ama Traore. So I think for Nkunku... Chelsea just looks like the best place for him to go at this particular moment. And it will be it will suit him. But I I know in the in the media that I read recently, um Leipzig said they are not they don't want to sell him and they want to keep him for one more season. But if that happens, if he moves, I would love to see him at Chelsea. Well that would be when Chelsea would offload some of the players that have that have decided not to um, hit the ground running for them. Now, the next player that I'll be talking about and the last player I'll be talking about on my list is Robert Lewandowski. Hmm. This man, 33 years old, 34 appearances, 35 goals. Three assists. Now he missed 32 big chances. Now imagine if he scored those 32 chances. That probably be talking about 67 goals or thereabouts. And then he created only six chances for his for his team. He was in the team of the week eight times. And he has been linked to a move to Barcelona. He said he doesn't want to play for Bayern Munich anymore and he wants to move to Barcelona. I think the, the, the deal will suit Barcelona. But the situation that Barcelona find themselves in at this particular moment, the financial situation they find themselves in at this particular moment, I don't know if that deal will come to pass. If it comes to pass, it's a good move for Barca. But then you have players like Abu Mayang, you have Ferran Torres. I know they'll be losing Dembele. Uh, it seems he wants to move to Chelsea. So for Lewandowski, if he can secure that move from Bayern Munich to Barcelona, it will not come cheap. Barcelona would have to fuck out um, some amount of money to sign the, the, the most informed striker in, in football at this particular moment. I think Lewandowski, now that Messi and Ronaldo have decided to go on a decline, the man just keeps on scoring. And if he should move to Barcelona, and with the way Xavi likes to play and set up his team, I think they need a focal man in Lewandowski. And if they can find a way to just make the swap deal, let Abumayan go to Bayern Munich and let Lewandowski come to back, I think it would be a good move for the both clubs. But for Lewandowski, he has said he doesn't want to play anymore for Bayern Munich. He said he wants to play for Barcelona. And I think the player and the club will suit each other. But at this particular moment, you just have to wait for the clubs to come to a consensus. And now, the only coach that I have in my list today for this episode is Jose Mourinho. Now, Mourinho is a fantastic fantastic manager one of the best to do it i think in this generation asides Guardiola is the next best manager for me in terms of trophies won no one has won anything in for his generation him Guardiola uh, i would I, I would have put Jurgen Klopp but you look at Jurgen Klopp his, his his trophy cabinet is not as huge as those two guys 
And then you look at Ancelotti, who is the senior man of all of them, is their uncle. You look at Jose Mourinho, he won the Conference League this season with Roma, their first European trophy in quite a long period of time. And he won his, he has won in the Champions League, he has won in the Europa League, and now he has won the Conference League. Now, the reports are he has been linked to PSG. Now, that is interesting because I think the reason why I feel PSG would go for Jose is because they want to win the Champions League. And him winning the Conference League this season shows that he is successful actually in Europe. Because the only club he didn't win the Champions League he went to was, was Chelsea and Real Madrid. He won it at Porto, he won it at Inter Milan. But he won the, Europe, the Europa League at Manchester United. So... He has shown that I can actually win trophies in Europe. And I think if PSG should get in, he is most definitely going to win them games. And when you look at how PSG got knocked out, how PSG have, have been knocked out of the Champions League, getting a manager like Jose Mourinho, who knows how to get his team through the knockout phases in almost every competition he's in, I think they will be. They, they might just win it with Mourinho. Look at the players they have, Mbappe, Messi, Neymar, um, there's Donnarumma at the back, there's Kelonavas, there's Kepembe. So that PSG team is fantastic. If they can throw in Jose Mourinho into the mix, I think it'll be a good, to be a good deal for PSG. But would Roma let him go? And would Mourinho leave Roma and move to PSG? It would rely on Mourinho. I think when he moved to Roma, he wanted to do something. Winning the Conference League um, is was fantastic for him. Would is he still hungry for top club, um, top European football perform, um, competition? Then probably should move to PSG. And with that, I come to an end the transfer news edition that would be the name so till i come your way again with another episode on little man's review podcast please make sure you listen make sure you subscribe make sure you tell your friends about the, the podcast so thank you and see you guys another time mm-hmm.